This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloveds. Welcome back to Really Riley. Thanks for stopping back in my little corner of the world. If my voice is a little bit lower right now, it's because of the fact that the babies are sleeping and I'm trying to get it in while we can because that's new life of a mom of two. Um, I decided this week to do another You Asked, I Answered because I think it's fun. And also when I'm lacking of ideas to talk to you guys about, I'm like, well, let me just ask y'all that are listening what you think and what you want to hear about. And plus, it's like y'all come up with some really good stuff. So without further ado, I put up a little like questionnaire poll thing on Instagram and I'm going to go through these uh, right now, like as in real time. So I can give you guys my real honest answers because that's what we do here on Really Riley. Um, so Sparky NEA said, what's your favorite show to binge with Marshall? Um, well, obviously it was Game of Thrones until that horrible ending of the last one. But right now it's Formula One on Netflix. I don't know who I am or what Marshall has turned me into, but that show is a bomb. Like it's just like going through a documentary of the lives of, you know, the Formula One stars and like, damn, that sport's tricky and dangerous. Um, Obviously, I love to binge watch Real Housewives, but the only one that he can really tolerate right now is Jersey, which I find funny because they're the most extra. But yeah, that's the show we are binging now. Um, You're Killing Me Smalls asked me, does Marshall call you by your given name or your radio name? So a bunch of people caught wind to this that my real name is Raquel um, after we posted a picture that was like a family pillow that people put all of our names on it. And um, he calls me Raquel. In real life. As a matter of fact, like the people in real life that are like close to me like that, obviously, I have a child with him. We're about to get married, you know. Um, I don't want them to call me Riley. Not that I don't love Riley. It's been my name for like 17 years now, but I just, I don't know. Like I love my real name. I just always liked having a different name on the radio. And also like my radio name was given to me by Kane. That was very, very special to me. Um, And yeah, so, whew, sorry, that got me for a second. Um, but yeah, I, I like to have people that know me call me Raquel, like, in my personal life. But then again, like, some of even my bridesmaids, like, three out of the seven of them call me Riley because they met me as Riley. I think a lot of times, like, I am shocked when people call me Raquel. Like, if somebody, if I go home to Florida and somebody sees me from high school and they're like, Raquel, I'm like, oh, Yeah. That's me. You know, there's been a couple of times where I've been in different cities and I've seen people from my past and they're like, Raquel. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my name too. So it's it's definitely that both names are definitely equally a big, big part of me because I got into radio, I think I think I was like 26. So it's been like both halves of my life that people have been calling me Raquel and Riley. So there you have it. Um, Waltz 9214 said, what kettlebell weights do you use for the deadlifts and why no kettlebell swings? Um, 
I don't know if you're asking me what brand I use, but what um, increment of weights. It depends on the exercise. Um, since coming back from baby, obviously they're lighter. Um, but right now it's usually double, I think 30, 35s or double 26s is what we use today because that's two months post baby. Obviously before baby, it was heavier than that. I mean, at my best, I deadlifted with the bar 200 pounds and the Hopefully we're going to get back to that. No, we will get back to that. Speak that into existence, Riley. Um, but why no kettlebell swings? No, I for sure do the swings. Absolutely. I just think that it's been lighter on that, obviously, just because I just gave birth. But sw- kettlebell swings are like my fave. Kettlebells are for sure my jam. But my advice to people is always like, you need to know what you're doing with a kettlebell. It's not just swinging it if you do it correctly and you could hurt yourself if not. Like, There's just so many more pieces of the mechanics that goes into a proper swing that'll get you the results that you want and also not hurt you, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, Laura Malikinade, sorry, I butchered that name, um, said, is Lyric a great brother? Yes, 110%, like better than I ever imagined. He always wants to help with the baby. He's always concerned with the baby. He's sweet with the baby. He gives kisses to the baby. Like I truly was afraid that he was going to be sassy with the baby or jealous because, you know, he's five and a half years old and he had, you know, me to himself for the first three years. And then Marshall came after that, but he, he's an amazing brother. I just can't wait to see the two of their relationship bond. It's going to be the most beautiful thing to watch. Um, hot mess mommy three said, what is your favorite and least favorite exercise or move in the gym? Um, my least favorite is like traditional cardio. If y'all saw my Instagram post about me falling on the damn treadmill and skinning my knees. Yeah. I don't like, like, I'm not a huge fan of like circuit cardio things in the gym. I like to get my cardio in with like battle ropes or ball slams. I know that traditional, traditional cardio is important because Marshall gets on to me all the time the assault bike and the stair stepper and all that stuff. It's great for you. I just don't like doing it. My favorite is what I said before is any kind of kettlebell, anything, any kind of kettlebell cleans, lifts, presses, and deadlifting with the bar because it makes me feel like a badass. Um, Raising a black male, do you plan on talking to him about police brutality? Woo-wee. Golf golf fall day TP. Like I told y'all I was answering these things in real time. Um, I've touched upon this before, um, when everything happened last year and it's a very touchy subject. I don't want to say touchy, but it's a very hard one to navigate in my household, obviously, because Marshall is helping raise lyric and, and he's a police officer. So obviously our opinions on that subject may be different from other people's. And it's obviously, um, harder because of the fact that it's a real thing that has happened in our society, but it's also not every police officer. Obviously I'm marrying one and obviously we have our strong feelings about it in this household. So, um, it's a, it's conversations that we will have and it's conversations that are important. But like I said, our opinions on that particular topic are hard to navigate. And I'm not here to get into a pissing match with people on that one at all. But I understand that it's one that needs to be broached for sure. And that's really all I'm going to say about that for right now. Because elsewise than what I just said to you, that's kind of 
up to us what happens within our household and as we navigate it and as I figure it out because I'm just still figuring out all of this mommy stuff too. Um, VSEAL303 said, did you experience guilt stopping breastfeeding? I'm struggling with it. Girl, uh, yes. So with Lyric, he never latched and I exclusively pumped for three months, but he also got supplemented. So I guess that's not exclusively pumping, but I didn't breastfeed. He really, he latched like twice. And then with Malin, my goal again was to breastfeed and or pump for three months. He latched a little bit better, Malin did, than Lyric, but really not for long. And I pumped um, for seven weeks, so a little bit less than my goal. And I do feel sort of guilty, but not really. Because I feel like, a, what is that they say? Like a fed baby is best and he is healthy and chunky. And also like mommy is mentally more healthy as well. Because I tried to do it for the first week that I went back to work. And it was like, I just, I mean, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't fit it in. And I was also just crying all the time because I felt like I was hunched over attached to a pump while I'm watching my family enjoy the new baby and have fun. And it is a job and God bless mommies that do this for like two, three years or two years. But I don't feel like you should feel guilty. Even though I know those guilt feelings are very real. I feel like you have to do what's best for you and the baby and a healthy mommy equals a healthy baby. So even though the guilt feelings are justified and very real girl, don't feel guilty or at least try not to. Cause I know when people tell moms like me, don't feel guilty. I'm like, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> that mom guilt is just the real thing. Uh, Taffy313 said, Are you going to teach your kiddos Spanish? I don't know Spanish. Insert all of the eye rolls from my fellow Latinas and Latinos. Uh, my mom never, never spoke it to us growing up. I never learned it. It's always been a point of, I don't want to say shame, but kind of, because there was many people in the Latin community, the little bit of them that I had growing up, like, oh, you don't know Spanish, you're not a real Puerto Rican, and blah, 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 blah. I don't let people shame me for that anymore. Do I want them to know the language? Absolutely. But I can't be the one to teach it to them. Um, Ari S. Ramos said, got any advice for a new mom returning to work? My son is three months next week. Ooh, girl. Well, I mean, I think for me, it was a little early, easier to return to work because of the fact that I am so fulfilled by my job. It's a big part of who I am. But also this second time around, it was harder going back than the first time. Um, I think that's always like that for me. That like I once I know what I'm stepping into, it's harder. So I was a little nervous just because Malin is also my last. You know what I mean? Like I'll never experience that stressful, sleep deprived, which we're still at, like beautiful, ooey gooey, like newborn stage again. So I get that it's difficult, but especially if your job fulfills you, you have to realize that if it fills you, it benefits them too. And side note, if you don't make that money, they don't eat, <laughs> which is obviously a big boost for me too. Like I want my sons, it's still weird to say that, to look at their mother someday and be like, damn, my mom did the damn thing. She did the damn thing for me. So I guess that's where I try to keep my head at whenever I experience those real fun mommy guilt feelings. Um, Adrienne Montalalto, I'm so butchering these Instagram names, um, but she said, what's your go-to fast food? Oh, girl, why you got to tease me? So um, we're, we're, all, we're on meal prep right now. And so I think my go-to fast food's got to be the Taco Bell. I love, and damn it, bring back my Mexican pizza. 
I love some Taco Bell and probably Chick-fil-A and McDonald's are tied for sure. I go to McDonald's on Sundays when Chick-fil-A is not open. Not that I'm shaming them for not being open on Sundays. I got a great reason for it. Um, Fired Stars said, have you and Marshall tried swimming with shark shit? What? And there. <laughs> Hail to the motherfucking no. 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 And more no. Like, I, no. Absolutely not. I would, no. I have no desire. Um, Danielle Scott 16 said, you're a wonderful mom. Just want you to know that. Oh, thank you. No lie, that like is lifeblood to the soul to hear that from other people. Because your family will tell you, and Marshall tells me all the time, but like, not that that doesn't mean anything. It just feels good to have people randomly say it. Um, sweet and salty underscore Nash said, where did you find your nanny need one soon? Um, we got ours off of care.com. Every nanny with the exception of two of them that I've had, and I've had five now, five or six, um, have been off care. Now I understand that care is like tricky to navigate because sometimes the people off there have been crap. They've been not the greatest people to watch my children. And that always like bothers me that I've chosen them, but I've gotten better at it over the years because pay for the premium because then you can do background checks. Then you can do like, you know, they have most of the time. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not endorsements. Good Lord, mom brain. Um, references there we go um on there already that you can call versus like them giving you certain ones because I've had nannies give me their references before oh yeah she's great she's wonderful and then it turns out they were probably just somebody that watched they they watched their kids like twice and you didn't actually get to know them and what their tendencies were so I would definitely say if you go that route check them out interview them interview them a couple times get them in person you know have, you know, obviously a supervised like play date with them, see how they are around your kids. And then I've never done this, but also before you decide on them, maybe do like a trial period if they're open for that. Cause sometimes it doesn't work out. Um, Katie poor said weight fluctuations after baby and swimsuit shopping. Yikes. I'm at a loss one year postpartum with preemie twins. Woo. Warrior mama pre pre preemie twins. Like damn, you are a very, very awesome person for being able to handle that. Yeah, I'm kind of going through the whole thing right now with looking at the squishy parts of my body going, yeah, that's definitely different than it was before. And it's difficult with swimsuit season coming along because even at my fittest, I hated shopping for a swimsuit. Um, I think the advice there is A, go with something that like really feels good to you and screw what anybody else is going to think. Cause a lot of people, even when I was pregnant, are like, when are you going to stop wearing a bikini? Um, I'm not. And it's like, if you don't want to wear a one piece, don't wear a one piece. I think that the high-waisted bikini bottoms, they look good on some people, but then some people they don't. Cause that seems like be everybody's go-to. Oh, just go with a high-waisted bikini. Eh, they don't look good on me cause I'm short. I have a shorter torso. I look like a munchkin in them, but in terms of that, I would definitely say get a cute cover up. And I'm not telling you to cover up your body. Make sure it's sheer and you look sexy in it. But if you're like weaning yourself into getting that perfect swimsuit, that could be an option. And then, you know what, girl? Take the damn thing off and just show off the bod. Like, I, I suck at this kind of advice because I'm going through it myself. And I know a lot of people have gotten on to me for my latest Instagram post where I was talking about that I'm not where I want to be with my post-baby body. And people are like, girl, you're, you know, you're better than I am at this point and da, da 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 and I'm like then I feel bad for saying what I'm saying because I am happy with my progress but that's always a touchy subject with some people but 
I would definitely say like best foot forward confidence. Even if you don't look perfect to your standards, nobody else's in the bikini, dude, go for it. If you feel comfortable and sexy, boom, that's the one you need to go to. It being 69 said, do you do yoga? Yes, I have not since uh, having the baby and also with COVID that didn't make it easier because I'm not one for outdoor yoga. I technically like hot yoga. I love hot yoga because when I first started yoga, I couldn't get centered. I couldn't like find my inner Zen or whatever while doing it. And if you've done yoga, you know, those positions can be hard if you can't get there mentally and hot yoga, the torture of it somehow forces me to focus, which sounds weird and contradictory, but yes, love me some hot yoga. Um, and Riva seven said, if you have one, who's your celebrity crush or past one? Well, pink, obviously still, um, for female celebrity crush. And then, um, Channing Tatum was it for a while. And then I think this is so weird. (laughs) Johnny Depp before he went crazy. I don't know. There was something about him back in the day when he did the Crybaby movie. If you know, you know, I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Um, Holly 27 said, how is sleep training going and what techniques are you doing? Um, well, every baby is very different. Lyric was very easy to train. He slept through the night at six, seven weeks. Malin, however, knew, um, with both babies, we're doing a modified version of like the two up two down, like the baby wise, where they're up for two hours, down for two hours, obviously in different increments by age right now we're doing that the baby wise, um, where you have them and you do like increments of, okay, wake, change, feed, sleep, play, or no, sorry, wake, change, feed, play, sleep. So basically what that means is we have him up for whatever time he will be up because newborns like can stay up for a matter of 15 minutes or a matter of 45 minutes. So we keep him up for that long and then we don't let him nap at this stage. He's two months. Um, he was two months on Monday. We don't let him nap for more than two hours during the day because that kills your night. Um, at night, he usually does his last, quote, nap at like 7.30, 8 o'clock, and we feed him. And then we wake him up for what's called a dream feed at 11. And the theory behind that, 11 p.m., the theory behind that is if you feed them, they'll sleep longer through the night, and then they're not just waking up whenever the hay they want to. Lyric was real great with this. Malin? Some nights he'll give us four and a half hours. Some nights it's two hours. I mean, but he's only two months and every baby is so different. So you do what you can. But I think the biggest and most important thing is as painful as it is to wake a sleeping baby, don't let them sleep more than two hours during the day. And if you guys DM me, I can for sure send you the sleep schedule um, chart or whatever that we're using. Um, Danny F98 said, my guy and I are 13 years apart and I'm the oldest. Is it bad that I don't feel bad about it? Hell no. Get it, mama. Um, Marshall and I are very honest with things, so don't think that he's not going to hear this and go, oh, my God. Like, he he knows everything about me. But um, when I was 33 years old, I dated a guy that was 21. So what is that, 11 years difference? And at first when I went into it, I was like, oh, my God, I shouldn't be doing this and blah, 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 blah. But then I'm like, you know what? Let me go for it. He's cool. I'm having fun. And I'm glad I did because, you know, I think dating different people and navigating different things. When I finally got to that point where I was just doing it for fun, it was the best thing I could have ever done because it's like trying people on. I don't always try on an outfit for the first time and it goes perfectly, you know. Um, And I'm glad that I navigated through those fun times because it got me where I am today in my relationship. Because 
like when I was younger, I just went from person to person, relationship to relationship without actually trying them on. I had a do- like dozens of like quote, like long relationships, a year here, two years here, three years here. And a lot of that was wasted time because there are people that I should have tried on and put the, after getting into the dressing room, I should have put them back on the rack and I didn't. But I feel like if it works for you and you guys have the same goals, great. Marshall's six and a half years younger than I am. And honestly, when I found out he was that much younger than I am, I was like, nope. But then it's like we've both had such similar life experience. He's a police officer. He's been through the ringer. He's seen a lot. And so have I. So we had the same kind of goals. And I didn't think it mattered that six and a half year age difference. I mean, when it came to kids, I was a little nervous. I ain't gonna lie. Because your girl's gonna be 40 this year. And we had that conversation up front that I'm like, you know, I may not be able to give you your own child. And thank God I was able to because it's the most beautiful blessing ever. But, you know, if you guys are that far apart, I think that could be the only thing that would mess with you a little bit. You know, like I dated somebody at one point that was 53 and I was 37. So there was a lot of age difference there. And he didn't want any more kids. He was like, I'm done. That's it. And I wasn't sure if I wanted another one. I think these are all things that you should weigh in about it when you're dating somebody with a big age gap. Just where are your goals? What do you want out of it? And are your goals the same? Um, Dap Mrs. said, how do you minimize frustration towards baby skipping naps? Dude, it is the most frustrating thing ever sometimes when all you want to do is eat and or have five minutes to scroll through TikTok and not have a baby crying at you or somebody wanting something. But I keep seeing these things that I wish I would have seen with Lyric that like when they cry and they need something, it's not it's not an attack against you as much as it might feel like it. Like I had to take a step back and realize like, okay, that's his only form of communication with me. And if he's crying, even if it's only because he wants to be held by his mommy, is that the worst thing ever? Now, honestly, I know that I'm saying that and it's a slap in the face to some people because it probably is to me too at times. Like what? I just want to eat. And you're telling me I shouldn't feel bad because my baby is crying. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it makes it easier for me to like, like think about it that way in my head versus just being mad that my baby's crying again. I, I do have my days where I'm like, damn it, kid, please just nap. But I realized that this time is so fleeting, especially since it's my last one. And if he needs me right now, like when I think about this tiny little cute chubby thing and I'm the only person that can help him at that moment, like uh, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, D. Janae said, is it crazy to be in love after – being with someone for a short time. No. <laughs> I say that with a little bit of a question mark because Marshall and I fell in love very, very fast. He said, I love you after like a month. I said it a little bit after that. I mean, and it was quick uh, and obviously it worked out. I've quote fallen in love with somebody in that same amount of time. And it was the stupidest thing I could have ever done. So I really think it depends on the state in life, the people, the person like Marshall and I, I do truly believe we're meant for each other, that we're each other's person. But we were at a stage in life where that was okay to fall that quickly because he knew that Lyric and I were a package deal. He knew that I was married to my career at the time. We both bonded over fitness. He was an established person mentally financially physically all the things that you want on paper but then emotionally too we were both in sync so I definitely feel like it's fine to fall in love that fast if you guys are on the same page if you guys want the same things 
if you're ready, if there's not a whole crap ton of emotional baggage. Like, Marshall had been single for like a two years, and it wasn't really that serious, the one before me. And then I had been single for like six. And I had like these little micro-relationships in there too, which is a podcast about that. I'm really Riley way down in the beginning if you care to listen to it. Um, S. Collins 771 said about your name, do you go by Riley in real life or Raquel? I answered that earlier in the podcast, but both actually. Um, and intern John said, are you bored? Shut up. Love you, IJ. But yeah, there you have it. There's my you asked, I answered. I love these, by the way. DM me and let me know if you guys like these or not, because I think they're super fun. And it makes this mom brain have a little bit harder time trying to pick topics that you guys want to listen to. But as I said, DMs are always open at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter is now Riley Couture 5 because some asshat stole my Twitter Um, and TikTok is Riley Couture 7. You guys, I really appreciate you listening, and I will be back on Friday with the Fave 5. It's really Riley.